let's go. Boxing shit 13. You know how it goes. 86 boxing baby. Joshua here. We're live. We're live. Let's go. Boxing talk time, you know. Welcome everyone. A day before Memorial Day. Salute to all the fallen soldiers, Marines, sailors, etc. out there. Yeah, shout out to my fellow veterans. Shout out to my fellow Marines, Semper Fi. You know, we're about that veteran life here. 86 Boxing. Welcome. Uh, Maybe joined by Mr. Boxing Haven Boz himself here a little bit later on. We'll see. But in the meantime, though, back in the mix, just ready to talk a little bit of boxing. We had some stuff going on here this past uh, Saturday, Saturday night here. We had a big fight. It was a pay-per-view, Showtime pay-per-view to be exact. And it was Gravante Davis against Roley Romero. Uh, the WBA lightweight title I was was on the line, I believe. Let me see. Yep, yep. WBA world lightweight title. And this was a Showtime pay-per-view. Of course, we've been seeing a lot more pay-per-views coming out of the uh, Showtime side as of late with some of the bigger fights. Some some worthy. I will say this uh, card here from top to bottom, it was, uh, it was okay. Uh, yeah, that's about it. Okay. I won't say that it was anything more than that. Uh, the fights were okay as well. Uh, I would say that Arizona Lara looked good, um, given you know he still seems to be on top of his game to a certain degree at 39 years of age. He took out Spike Sullivan, though, Gary Spike O'Sullivan, who is a contender but not really a world beater in any sense, just a uh, yeah, he has a name, Irish fighters, tough, rugged. But, uh, of course, Arizona Lara is uh, no joke when it comes to just being a fundamentally good boxer. And even here at 39, uh, he seems to be still in pretty decent shape and everything. It would take a guy like a herd or a super uh, good boxer to defeat him still at this advantage age. And with herd, you know, it was more so just continuing that ruthless aggression throughout the fight. And uh, I think that played into it when he was able to defeat Laura at that particular stage. So we'll see how it, uh, how it goes. Skills pay the bills. 100 Tank Show clearly levels to the fight game, without a doubt. Shout out that my man, Cedric. Yeah, yeah, yes, sir. Yes, sir. What's going on, man? Simplify. Simplify indeed. Shout out to all my fellow Marines out there. Uh, but yeah, you're right. Without a doubt, clear uh, skills pay bills, and uh, in this particular fight, that's what we saw. We saw Tank Davis, you know, just hold strong and continue to do his thing, and he actually caught Romero in the sixth round with the shot that sent him down and out, down and out. It's a left hand, a little left, short left hook, I believe it was, and uh. Romero was out there, and you could tell it. You could tell by his legs that he was uh, pretty much shaken up. And uh, I think the stoppage was just. It was certainly a just stoppage in that sense. But uh, I will say this: uh, before the fight, I I thought that it would end in the middle rounds. I was thinking maybe around the fourth round, but certainly between the fourth and sixth, um, 
I just thought it wouldn't go the distance. And I actually thought it would be a less competitive fight than what it was. Uh, and I will say that um, Romero, he made it very interesting there early on. He certainly made it interesting. It, and I think it forced Tank to uh, exalt a bit of patience just as Romero, he was winging it whenever he got that chance. When he found something clear, he was definitely winging some some hard shots that uh, looked like they would potentially have an effect on Tank. I didn't see anything that truly hurt Tank. Uh, there was a solid shot that landed. I don't know if he was super, if he was truly hurt by it. I forget which round it was, but it was one of the earlier ones. Uh, but that being said, Romero did make it more of a fight than what I thought it would uh, ultimately ultimately be at that particular time. So given such, yeah, decent um, showing for him. But we always know that when Tank is involved, uh, the lights can go out at any point. And that's ultimately what got him the victory. Hey, appreciate it, brother. Appreciate it, uh I was not belated, as a matter of fact. Today is uh, my birthday, so, uh, you know, had to keep the show going, you know. Even birthday and all, had to be here in the mix. Um, so, yeah, appreciate it, my man. Yeah, you know, just out here, yeah, out here doing the thing, you know, just celebrating. I'm celebrating talking boxing. You know, that's how I get down. Dedicated to the sport, I guess you can say. Um, but, yeah, appreciate that. Shout out Simplify again. Shout out my man, mad, motivated, ambitious, driven. Going to have to get you on here one day for sure, for sure. Um, but, yeah, I do appreciate that without a doubt. Uh, uh, but, yeah, it's uh, it's uh, one of those things. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it is. Uh, the birthday thing is going down. It's one of those things, though, you know. Uh, yeah, I have to, you know. Continue to do what it do, birthday and all. Um, but yeah, uh, but yeah, boxing wise, yeah, yeah, dedicated to the craft. Hey, I'm trying, man. I'm trying. I'm trying, trying out here, trying to stay out here, stick with it, you know. Uh, <laughs> uh, so I'm here for the people. I always said I'm a man of the people, right? <laughs> so it's one of those things. But um, but yeah, appreciate you dropping by, man. Uh, definitely everyone who's uh, dropped in. I see people dropping in and out, all that good stuff, but I uh, appreciate you dropping in. But, yeah, we're just talking boxing, talking Romero, talking Davis. Uh, definitely uh, Tank Davis brings the excitement. He brings the excitement. They had the Barclays pretty much packed in there. I want to say they had said 18 or 19,000 fans or something of that nature, uh, which is legit. That's some good stuff right there. So he's made Barclays like a second home, and and that's good. Because Barclays is a hot spot for boxing here on the East Coast. You still have, of course, the Madison Square Garden and all this stuff. But Barclays, they made a, they made their name. They've gotten some big fights. Uh, Deontay Wilder has fought there a number of times as well. So shout out to the Barclays Center embracing boxing as well. But Tank, hey, hey he puts uh, butts in seats, you know. There's a question, uh, in, there was a question that came up. Uh, this was probably about a year ago. Someone on Twitter, I forget her name. I know she's in by, involved with PR, Premier Entertainment or something like that. And she said uh, Tank was a megastar, the likes of uh, Sugar Ray Leonard. Uh, then she had some others that were there, too, going back further. Uh, but uh, I didn't agree at that particular time that he was a megastar. That being said, he certainly... Uh, 
superstar, I guess you can say, superstar talent or bordering on that for the most part. He has the potential to get there for sure to that mega star status. It's all a matter of how things go here for his next few fights because apparently this was the last fight on his deal with TMT Promotions. And in the world of boxing, of course, when it comes to gaining more fans and continuing to be popular. It's a matter of matchup. So the best fighting the best. And now with tank free or seemingly free, or who knows, he may ultimately uh, jump back into another deal, but he looks, he seems to be looking to take on the best that are out there. I know there was mention of him potentially taking on the winner of Combosos versus Haney. Those are that type of me- those are the types of mega star making qualities that can get him there to that next level. I don't know what the interest was for this Roly Romero Tank Davis fight. Uh, certainly, outside of the Romero piece of it, or, or outside of the Tank Davis piece of it, I don't know how huge of a name Romero is. Uh, but I'm thinking you have to be a fan of the sport in some sense and have. And follow it a little bit closer to know who Romero is uh, generally. Or if you follow the Mayweather Boxing Channel on YouTube, I would say. But Tank Davis was most certainly the name in this particular fight. Uh, So Tank can continue to blow up if he's fighting the likes of Devin Haney, Ryan Garcia, any other 135ers, Vasily Lomachenko even, um... Yeah, Tiafimo's gone up to 140 pounds, so he's he's done with the weight. But that being said, just any of the uh, top 135 uh, pounders out there, George Cambosos, imagine a Tank Davis versus George Cambosos fight. That would be a huge fight, especially it would be huge in Australia. Now, I don't know whether he'd be willing to go to Australia or anything of that nature, but that would be a huge fight there. And that was that's how you continue to generate uh, fans to get to that sort of mega star level. But that being said, if he continues what he's doing and just knocking individuals out, then the people are going to come regardless. If you build it, they will come, as they say. So if Tank Davis keeps doing what he's doing, keeps knocking individuals out, the people will come. But it's certainly um, as that competition continues to rise, as far as him taking on those other top names at 135 pounds, that's going to add to it. That's going to add more flair and that's going to add more interest. And then, you know, he'll ultimately break out into that superstar status. You know, it's just a matter of how things continue to go as he move forward. So we're looking to see him uh, get into, get into the mix with some, uh, with some other fights and everything. So, uh, so let's, let's, uh, let's certainly make it a, uh, Make it happen, get Tank out and tight in that mix because he he can put the fans in the stands for sure. And he's a live dog. He's dangerous for everyone. He's super dangerous for uh super dangerous for everyone. Uh sup, shout out Ricky, Ricky Womack, Ricky C. Hey, what's going on? Been a minute. Been a minute, you know. Holding it down on the amateur boxing scene, but yeah, shout out Ricky, shout out without a doubt. Yeah, been a minute for sure. Uh, you know, had some good conversations, all that good stuff, you know, in the past. Uh, so yeah, yeah, it's been a good minute, but you know, still here holding it down. Um, 
But yeah, we're talking about Tank Davis, Rolo Romero. Tank Davis, uh, man, that knockout shot. That's the thing of that's that that's a star making performance right there. That's what you that's what you get. That's what you expect uh for the big timers. And uh Tank Davis, he said he was gonna do it and he did it. And that's the stuff that's gonna keep continue, people continuing to uh clamor in. Hold on, no, we hold on. We got a uh, Boz, welcome, welcome. What's up? Hey, what's up? I just saw your message, so I could, sorry. <laughs> yeah, I was, well, well, I was video, video gaming, too busy. <laughs> oh, you know, the video game, they take precedent, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, welcome, I was, yeah, just trying to pass time. <laughs> it's good to be here anyway, so. Good to go. Good to go. Was chatting. Oh yeah, no doubt about it, Ricky. Ricky, I'm gonna get with you without a doubt. Yeah, it has been a minute, so I'm gonna get with you for sure. Sure, I'm gonna be hitting you up here shortly. Uh, appreciate it without a doubt. Um, you know, hey, I'm here to assist in whatever capacity. Um, so yeah, shout out Ricky C. But um, but man, yeah. So yeah, welcome, welcome, guys. We were talking. Uh, Romero Davis, of course, that's the big fight of just yeah. past weekend, and uh, I was just going through, you know, mentioning what I uh, what I had uh, gathered just from the fights last night, and mm. um, and Tank, yeah, man, he he delivered, he delivered in a major way. Uh, I I don't know if you've had a chance to check it out and everything, but if yeah. so, uh, yeah, what are, what are your thoughts? I did actually, thanks to to Anthony, he he posted. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> Video, so yeah, it, it was a very interesting fight, a little bit more tactical maybe than I expected, you know, because uh, it was yeah, and also Romero he did it surprisingly well, you know, for a large part of the fight, and uh, but that that knockout was just you know so bang on on the spot you know and uh thank davis he showed that he was really i mean he can be really patient when he has to and wait for the right opening for the right chance and that's what he did he just waited for the right chance to land mm-hmm. the bomb the left hook i guess it was yeah 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 it was, it was there were some uh high intensity moments as it, as the rounds were going on because you just felt at any point that something was going to land uh, coming from either fighter, really, but certainly anticipating uh, Tank landing something and how Roley would react to that. Uh, I, too, was uh, surprised at the competitive nature of it. I thought that uh, Tank would blast him out, to be honest with you, uh, yeah. in, in a little bit different fashion, probably a little bit easier fashion. But yeah. I will say that Tank, he, he seemed to be intentionally, he seemed to intentionally pace himself uh, and he looked very comfortable in there. And he said after the fight that uh, he kind of wanted to see him lose some steam and then uh, really go for it yeah. then. And it kind of looked like that. So I think he intentionally went about it properly from that sense of things. But uh, I give Roly credit. He did uh, have a pretty decent showing or whatever. But uh, Tank, when he lands, yeah, those are bombs landing right there. Yeah, definitely, yeah. I thought, I don't know, there was that uh, disallowed knockdown by Romero, was it, right? In the, which round was it again? That was, he, 
he did, he happened to kind of, but that was like just oh, yeah. a push, right, or something. Yeah, like, yeah, I think I recall that. Yeah, I forget sleep. which round yeah. that was. That was a little bit early on. Yeah, he yeah, got, one uh, of the first three, I believe. Yeah, definitely one of the first three rounds it was. But anyway, it was. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, thank. Yeah, it didn't look like he was really bothered at any point, even though he was. Uh, he also had a little cut here. Um, no, yeah, I saw that. Yeah. So, but I think he said, yeah, all right, now enough is enough. It's time to end it. You know, in round six, <laughs> as it began, he was like just telling himself, obviously, now it's time to really, you know, educate this guy. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, without a doubt. And, yeah, I saw that cut. I don't know if that was from a punch or what, uh, because I know that there was – there were some elbows that had slipped in there. I think just given uh, his style, uh, given yeah. Roley's style, he gets in there and mixes it up. Again. It was getting a little mm. rough in there on the inside at times. I thought yeah. the referee, uh, David Fields, I believe is his name, uh, he did a pretty decent job of uh, controlling and keeping it from getting you know, getting too crazy in there or whatever. But yeah. but, yeah, but Tank, yeah, I thought he showed some great patience there. Roley. Roley, he did decent. Uh, he was working behind the jab for a good period, and you could see that he wanted to land something big, uh, and I didn't feel he was able to get anything truly crazy off that really hurt uh, Davis or anything of that nature. And, yeah, hey, he I, I credit Davis for that. He maintained the distance pretty well, and you could see his reflexes were on point. So, mm -hmm. uh, But when he landed what he landed, he said after the fight that he didn't even throw that shot that hard he just more so ran into it so that shows you that you know the power is the real deal you know yeah definitely and i thought romero i just didn't expect him to land that many punches and he after i guess around three or four he also adopted a very like more cautious stand, you know uh, approach he, and that was smart because if he hadn't maybe he would have been knocked out earlier you know yeah. But still, you know, he, it happened that he was caught while coming, charging at, uh, at Davis. And, yeah, it was yeah. just, you know, <laughs> a matter of being in the wrong place at the wrong time, you might say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was, it, yeah, it, it was just a pretty good fight. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, if the ropes wouldn't have been there, Romero would have been gone. He'd have been out of the ring, basically. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he did get up. He beat the count, but, uh, you know, he looked like he, he was... He looked out of it, and his legs yeah. were shaky. You could tell his legs weren't steady. Uh, so I think it was a good stoppage because, yeah, yeah he he just didn't look to be there, and Tank was about to really go in then, so yeah. he'd have been hurt more, you know? Mm. So, as I said, he fought as a big man. He tried anyway, and he did, uh, you know, have some success early on. But uh, in the end, he just, uh, I guess, he got a little too aggressive for his own good in the end. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. you know, he wanted to uh, show that he's a powerful fighter. Uh, he's, yeah. he's always talking about that and everything. Uh, but yeah, it didn't work out for him in that regard. Shout out to the real, the real Ranger Danger, Ranger Danger. Shout out to him. Hey, give him a follow if you're into hunting, all that good stuff. 
Ranger Danger. He says he can't believe Rose still believes he won all the rounds. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, I don't think he won all the rounds. Definitely. Uh, I don't feel that that was the case. I thought he did good uh, uh, for what he was doing there early on in terms of keeping keeping, uh, Davis cautious in some sense. He said, yeah, he he did a good job of keeping Davis cautious of uh, what may be coming back and uh, what may have been from a power perspective uh, as it relates to Romero. But, but yeah, I don't think he won all of the rounds. I know he mentioned that in the press conferences, but Hey, I don't even know that a rematch would uh, be in his favor any better than this particular fight because Maybe he gets uh, blasted out of there quicker uh, in a rematch. Uh, and now that it is known, and Davis knows that he can, uh, and you know definitively that he can stop him. Mm. The rematch might go a little bit more unfavorable for Romero. Yeah, I think the problem is he was just not able to really uh, connect like very clean, you know, with enough yeah. clean punches at. Uh, Davis, because had he done that, then yeah, definitely would have a chance to win, to knock him out. But uh, he did land uh, some, I mean, several punches, but they were not all right on the, you know, yeah. on the chin. And they were like, some of them were grazing punches and, you know, that's yeah. tough. And some elbows, as a Ranger Danger yeah. mentioned there. <laughs> elbows. Like, so he, he, he looked like, you know, the more. Uh, I would say it uh, in the early rounds. He looked like he had he was having a bit more success maybe than Davis with his attacks, but uh, it wasn't like he was really, really like uh, giving him a beating, you know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and I didn't leave from there thinking I want to see a rematch. Uh, so I don't know if that yes. was anyone's clamoring for that. To be honest, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, I don't know really. I don't think there will be one because <laughs> Romero is just not a big enough name for that, maybe. I mean, the way he was knocked out, you know, yeah. rather rather early, you know, <laughs> had yeah, it been yeah. like the ne- 10th round, then that would be different. Thing, right? Yeah, I'm with you there. It was a definitive statement, if you ask me. Uh, Real Ranger Danger, they know the fight we want to see Tank versus Garcia. Yeah, hey, you're right about that one. That is one that we've had them chattering and talking about back and forth. That is one that I would certainly want to see. I think it's a good matchup uh, stylistically as well. It would be interesting, and I think it would sell well as uh, thinking about it from that standpoint uh, because uh, we know Ryan Garcia, he's a popular fighter. Tank, him being popular as well. Um they both uh, bring two different styles to the table. Both of them can punch. Uh, it just looks different when they go about it. Uh, two very different fighters from just their overall physical standpoint, Garcia being a taller, leaner fighter. Uh, so, yeah, that would be a very good matchup right there. We talked about it for a while. It seemed like it was going to actually happen. Then Garcia it got derailed by Garcia with some thought of, him facing Manny Pacquiao, and then ultimately he stepped away from boxing for a period. But assuming that happens, and now there may be a potential for it to happen next with uh, Garcia having fought like a month ago or whatever, what are your thoughts on that, uh, Boz, a potential Ryan Garcia versus Tank Davis clash, mega clash, I guess you can say. 
Yeah, of course, that would have been really a one worth watching, you know, a really great mm -hmm. matchup. Um, yeah, as you said, Garcia is taller, and uh, he also has, you know, like we saw against Luke, uh, Luke Campbell, yeah, he got dropped oh, yeah. there, you know. He has a tendency to kind of, you know, get, uh, how do you say, it, you know, carried away sometimes, maybe. He lets his guard down, you know. He he's a rather flamboyant character, you know, very very confident, but sometimes a little bit too confident. And yeah, I think that would be a well. I would lean slightly towards Tank, of course, but that would be almost a 50-50 fight for I think. Uh, Anyway, because we know Garcia can hit really. I mean, and, uh, he's a good body puncher. The way he knocked out Campbell, it was a body punch, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so he's definitely not somebody to overlook for Tank. And uh, yeah, I don't think he's he is overlooking him or <laughs> looking past him either. But. Uh, yeah, I think it would be a very, very good fight, simply. And uh, I don't know, really, it's hard to say what would be the most likely outcome be. I mean, I mean, there would be a pretty big chance of, uh, you know, a stoppage happening, I think. But uh, I don't know, really, since... Uh, uh, Tank has hardly faced someone of uh, his side. Well, Isaac Cruz, maybe. I don't know. Well, yeah. yeah. Cruz is not very tall. He was, uh, maybe not five, I think he's a little bit shorter than, yeah. uh, I thought he was shorter than Tank. Maybe, maybe he's taller than All Tank. Right. You think he's taller than Tank? But, I need to look him know, up. Yeah. But since, you know, he hasn't really fought so many, I mean, he hasn't stopped that, uh, Many fighters that are like of Ryan's size, I guess. Yeah, Pedraza was a little bit taller. He's he's had some oh, yeah. uh, some class, some people in the past. Yeah, Cruz is five four, so he's a little bit smaller actually. Oh yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. I thought he just looks strong, you know. That's all. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's a uh, little stocky built, little small yeah. fighter. <laughs> he's certainly a little but stocky build to him. Yeah, how tall is Ryan? Is he 5'8 or 5'10? I forgot. I thought he was around 5'10. Um, oh, yeah, right. I want to say he's around 5'10. He's like Virgil Ortiz. Then. <laughs> oh, 5'11, according to this. Uh, wow, well, he's grown. <laughs> he's still growing. He's so young. He's still growing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, so yeah, this would be uh, one of the taller opponents that. Uh, Tank his yeah. face, but I think in major in the majority of Tank's fights, he comes in as the shorter man. Yeah, uh, I saved the Isaac Cruz fight, and probably the majority of his other one, he's probably been the shorter guy. Uh, yeah, in but, most cases, I would say. Yeah, he has really. Yeah, but well, anyway, I could definitely see several knockdowns happening in a fight, if not a knockout. Yeah, yeah, like both guys getting knocked down probably, and yeah. Maybe yeah. it all would end on points. Maybe there's a bigger chance that it would go to the scorecards, but it's still, I think there would be a solid chance of uh, like knockout or TKO happening also. 
Yeah, yeah, it is interesting. Yeah, hard to say for whom, anyway, but yeah, 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 you're right. It's uh, it's it's very interesting, I I will say, because conventional wisdom and then just looking at it at face value, yeah, tank, you know, we know he has the power to uh, knock anyone out, basically, yeah, you know, around that weight. But also Garcia has shown uh, uh, he's shown he has the ability to use his size properly and set up his punches in the right way that he's been able to get some pretty uh, thrilling knockouts as well. So that makes it very uh, even in that sense. Yeah, and Tank has beaten all these, you know, Latin American fighters so Mm -hmm. far, quite many. So it would be a very big victory for Ryan also in that sense that he would be like the first Latino to beat him. <laughs> yeah. So that's a little bit also, you know, in that way it goes, uh, yeah, the Mexican pride and, you know, all that stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I agree right there. So I think that, and that adds to the build up as well, I, I would say. I think that's yeah. where a lot of the interest is going to come as well, just thinking about the fact that, uh, yeah, you have this uh, Mexican-American uh, matchup, um, mm. or at least, you know, Garcia representing for uh, the Mexican-Americans, Mexico, essentially, then Tank, yeah. uh, taking on Tank. And, yeah, this usually just, and just stylistically usually makes for big matchups, you know. It goes back to yeah. some of the other big matchups where we've had, similar to that, like uh, Mayweather versus Oscar De La Hoya. That's part of that appeal there. Yeah. Like that when you throw in like uh, Puerto Rican pride, you know, a Puerto Rican fighter with a, a black fighter or something like yeah. that. Or a Puerto fights, Rican Mexican. Those fights really sell, right? You know, because yeah. then they are, you know, we, we know who <laughs> that a large part of the boxing audience are, you know, African-Americans and Mexicans or, you know, Puerto Rican, Latin Americans in general. That's a really yeah. big, big big part of that audience of course yeah yeah so i think it would do pretty good numbers and uh as far as uh pay-per-view yeah i believe it would be on pay-per-view but that one i would say um it'd probably be worthwhile especially if they uh make sure to have a focus on the undercard as well this last night's undercard i thought was just okay it wasn't really a, a very stellar undercard uh just overall but yeah um i thought ramos Ramos or whatever looks good. Abel Ramos's younger brother or whatever. I thought he looked pretty decent. Um, I was talking about him on the fight night streams. I wasn't sure if I had seen him before, and I'm still not sure <laughs> that I had seen him prior to this fight uh, last night. But I thought he looked pretty decent. He had decent size as well. Uh, Arizlandi Lara, he looked good. Uh, yeah. 39 years of age, you know, his yeah. skill his skill is still there. So that's something, you know, that doesn't go away. If you're a skilled yeah. fighter, you're going to be a skilled fighter, you know? Yeah, it's one of the last things that go to go, you know, with mm-hmm. the fighter. Maybe they say the power is the very last thing, yeah. but maybe the skill, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't he's, unteach that He's type the of second a, last <laughs> to go. Man. Yeah, yeah, you can't unteach that uh, level yeah. of uh, skill. And uh, I felt he was going to defeat, uh, and I thought it would probably be some kind of stoppage. Uh, I thought he would beat yeah. Spike Sull- O'Sullivan, O'Gary Spike O'Sullivan, who I think is a tough fighter who, you know, is always game and everything, yeah. but he's definitely not one who has beaten anyone at that top level. Um to make you 
think that uh yeah he was going yeah, to beat he is Lara at like, his age. More like a gatekeeper, I would say. Yeah. You know, yeah. But, yeah, gatekeeper has a decent record, been in with a lot of good guys, uh is lost against the be- the best of those guys and um I yeah. think that will remain the case, but he has a, a good look to him, tying back to that uh, old, to the old John L. Sullivan days. You know, so apparently there's yeah. some kind of linkage that goes way back. Him being uh, Irish as well, Sullivan being yeah. of Irish descent, <laughs> uh, his parents and stuff coming from uh, Ireland. So I like uh, he has the look with the beard and all that stuff. He could play John yeah. L. Sullivan in a movie potentially. You That's know, full full manchu mustache. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. So he has that going for him. So he's an interesting character. I know I've seen him in the past in some press conferences as well. He's uh, mm. you know, he's he's very lively. So um, it's yeah. good. You know, hadn't seen him in a while. So uh, he does yeah. have a few, well, a couple of pretty good wins anyway. Decent, I would say. Anyway. Oh yeah, yeah. Antoine Douglas, for instance. Oh yeah. Shout out Antoine Douglas. Uh, yeah, he's out of this area here. Uh, yeah, All right. That's probably his best. That may be his best win. Then again, let me yeah, see. Yeah, I think so. I don't actually. <laughs> I would say that he has one really good. I mean, rather good win. And I don't know if. Yeah, I don't really know so much of all these fighters, but Matthew Hall. He's, yeah, he's been he in was, with a lot of good fighters. Uh, Matthew but, Hall was pretty solid. I remember back then for a British. I mean. Like British level fire anyway. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, he's uh been in there I see with uh Chris Eubank Jr. Yeah. Not bad. <laughs> Not yeah, and Billy Joe Saunders also he lost oh, yeah. points to him, yeah. Yeah, so his his losses have come against some of the best in the sport, without a doubt. Um yeah, yeah, I remember the David Lemieux loss. That was going, you know, I was looking forward to that fight. I thought it would be more of a fight, but uh, Lemieux iced him uh, fairly quickly. <laughs> oh, and by the way, before I forget, happy birthday! Is it your birthday? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, happy it is birthday. a birthday. Yeah, thank you, thank yes. you. You know, just you know, celebrating, talking boxing. You know, dedicated oh, yeah. to the sport. Great time. Yeah, what better <laughs> way to celebrate? <laughs> My. My uncle has a birthday tomorrow, so come Oh, on. cool, cool. Well, send my regards. Happy birthday. Happy thanks. birthday. Early birthday, that is. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, thanks. Those May birthdays, uh, Gemini season, as they say. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the Gemini, yeah, that's right. Shout I'm out Sag- to the Geminis out there. <laughs> I'm a Sagittarius. So oh, shout okay, out Sagittarius. <laughs> I forget which what month is what month is your birthday? It's December, yeah, late November. Oh, December. Okay, okay, cool, cool, cool. <laughs> gotcha. So yeah, you're you're right around the time of a lot of holiday seasons, you know. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Just Being around that before. part. <laughs> Yeah. Cool, but yeah, appreciate it. Yeah, you know, uh, yeah, uh, another birthday. Hey, happy, can't complain. All that good stuff. Get the top boxing yeah. here on my birthday, so it's all good. Yeah, still... got the new '86 boxing dig, '86 boxing hoodie. Mm, oh wow, that's really nice. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> representing, representing. Yeah, I love that color. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, appreciate it. Yeah, this is one. It's good. Pretty much close to the uh, color to having a logo. It's a, there's a slight difference, but you really can't tell. 
Nice to uh, be able to do together. Yeah, your own kind of brand. <laughs> got a little, yeah, got a little, a little merch. Might have to give some away. I got, I got a couple other ones. Oh, uh, nice. I got a few other ones. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's it's cool though. Um, but yeah, celebrate my birthday here. Cheers to that. Um, but yeah, good day. Uh, <laughs> good yeah. day. Yeah, we'll get to talk boxing, all that good stuff. Um. You know, there was also uh, a fight. Otto Valine fought, apparently, Rydell Booker. Oh, yeah. Sort of veteran uh, heavyweight who I think he spent some time in jail <laughs> yeah. or whatever. Rydell Booker. Didn't he fight James Tony like, very, very long ago, I believe? He... he might have. He might have. Yeah. I know he spent some time in jail, so he missed a good portion of his. Uh, and that was maybe. I think he used to be a, a cruiserweight, maybe, I think then. Yeah, probably. Booker, right? Yeah, that's right. Right, old Booker, not Brooker. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, he fought Tony in 2004. Yeah, he was even a light heavyweight before first. I think, no, or no, sorry. It says, well, he was a cruiserweight mostly at first. Oh, yeah, he was a cruiser. Oh, yeah, Philip Hergovich fought him. <laughs> when yeah, fought. yeah. Mm. Yeah, yes. he's got a he's he's got a tough chin, uh, but you mm. know, a little too tough for his own good, and especially in that Herkovich fight because he was just eating shots. I'm glad they stopped it. Yeah, because <laughs> you don't want to see him eat shots from a Hulk <laughs> like Herkovich yeah. can hit also pretty hard. Yeah, yeah, he had that break, so he didn't fight from 2004 and came back in 2018. Mm. So that's a long period, but um, not so cool, really. But <laughs> yeah, it's pretty cool. You know, he was able to get to, you know, at least this level of fighting on television and all that stuff. Yeah, it's like Amir Mansoor, you know, and he went oh, yeah. to jail. He came back then again. He had to go to jail for like a year or something or two. Then he came back, but he just continued boxing. So oh, that yeah. was that was a pity for him. I mean, he cool. probably. Could have achieved something. Yeah, bless yeah. you. <laughs> Thank bless you. you. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, Mansoor. Yeah, he was he was a decent fighter. Um, uh, he's uh, not a big heavyweight, so that was going to no. be a challenge for him, uh, yeah. of course. And I think that primarily what the challenge was uh, as he well, continued big, to just strong and uh, could hit pretty hard. And, yeah. Like, uh, but yeah, it might have been more apt for a cruiserweight or something like yeah. that. Or, you know, yeah. uh, it's always tough when you're when you're right right on the cusp of that, and uh, mm. if you, if you're trying to get anywhere from a title contention standpoint, you're gonna have to take on some of these super uh, well, yeah. some of these larger guys, which has always been the case. But um, but yeah, mm. we just see more of them, at least um. At this top level, uh, from a publicity standpoint, we see more of the bigger guys right now. Uh, yeah. So yeah, you gotta be and, yeah, and you take those guys out. You gotta be uh, skilled, you know. No, it's like six, being six foot three is like you know small heavyweight today. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> crazy. Pretty yeah, crazy. It was before. It used to be like the the average height, you know, like standard height. Standard for a heavyweight, almost yeah, six three, six four, and now then it became six five, six six, and now it's six seven, six nine. <laughs> yeah, I know so, it's like insane. Yeah, just going up 
Yeah, crazy. Yeah, I was on. A, I was talking earlier with this guy Bruce Gas. Uh, he has a uh, YouTube channel. Shout out Bruce Gas. But yeah, there we were having discussions on uh, the heavyweight division and all that stuff. And ended up going into like who the top heavyweight right now, and some of it had to do with, uh, of course, Fury saying he's retired. Yeah, uh, and True. we'll see how long that is or whatever or if it's short lived. Yeah. Uh so taking that into account, um Usyk seems to be like the logical guy who has consideration as that uh top guy um from there. Then you have some other ones that are around there that are good. <coughs> Frank Sanchez's name came up. He's mm-hmm. another good heavyweight who uh, it'll be interesting to see if he's able to get a title shot of any any kind. Uh but he's right there in the mix as far as one of these Good heavyweights that can box. Uh, one of the better, you know, from a technical standpoint. Yeah, he's one one of the better uh, heavyweights that is out there right now. You have guys like him, and then guys who, you know, who may be in line here within the next two years. Guys like Jared Anderson or whatever, or yeah. Philip Hergovich is another one who we need to see a little bit more of he seems like he's on that trajectory to be right there in the mix so what are your thoughts on like what's next in terms of who's next maybe in the heavyweight division hmm i don't know i would also add maybe frank sanchez he looks pretty good so far and uh martin bacoli beat of course tony york oh, yeah. so He's oh, yeah. in there, in the mix, I guess, for now, anyway. But, yeah, I think maybe also some of the not-so-big anyway, heavyweights also can, you know, make some noise. Uh, I mean, yeah, it's a pity Oscar Rivas is at Bridgerweight now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I thought he was, uh, he had, you know, something. He had definitely... How do you say it? He's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, he's pretty good. And he was pretty dangerous. I mean, he dropped Dillian White, who was so much bigger, heavier. He kind of gave him a beating for a few rounds, even, you know. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. So that fight kind of showed what he was capable of. Yeah, definitely. And I don't know what's going on with my, with Michael Hunter. But, uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> Doesn't seem to be able to secure a big fight uh, right now yeah. at heavyweight. Yeah, he's always exciting, of course, to watch. And uh, I mean, that Povetkin fight was amazing. I mean, it was one of oh, the yeah. best heavyweight fights for the last 10 years, I would say. Yeah, that was a good fight. I mean, yeah, it's just right on all the time from start to beginning, just a slug fest, you know. And, uh, and uh, I don't know if it really should have been a draw, but I think, I believe I had Povetkin winning, but maybe by a point or something, or two, something mm-hmm. like that. But anyway, yeah. it was very close, very competitive. That's true. Yeah, I know people were on both sides of the fence. Uh, I wasn't, uh, you know, I wasn't that strongly against the draw of being... I know you have some people who were on both sides of the fence. Some people felt strongly that uh, Hunter won, just as those who felt strongly that Pavetkin uh, won. But yeah. that's certainly a close fight. I guess you don't have that with close fights, you know. Yeah, I mean, 
maybe the thing was that uh, I thought that maybe Povetkin won more rounds, but uh, the most like uh, uh, eye-catching stuff was maybe done by Hunter. You know, yeah. that's what happened. Yeah, that's similar with uh, Katie Taylor, Amanda Serrano. Yeah, so Taylor won, of course. Yeah, the eye-catching stuff was Serrano, so that makes it. Uh, you know, one yeah. of those things that when it goes to the cards or, and it's a close decision or whatever, some people yeah, lean towards the more eye-catching stuff, you know? Yeah, I thought it was very close, huh? but I I didn't see, I mean, yeah, I didn't see the file, but I saw the highlights. But anyway, with women's boxing, it's only two minutes per round anyway, so yeah. you don't miss that much, you know? Yeah, but, yeah I thought it was... It could have gone either way, but maybe I don't know. Maybe you know they they said that Serrano kind of gave it away in the last few rounds, so maybe yeah. Yeah, I felt like yeah, there were some where she it, she didn't necessarily take them off, but you can tell that she was trying to recover. Uh, yeah, was, uh, because she had thrown a lot of punches, and um, but she I think did. that factored in. But she definitely did the most of the damage. I mean, you could see it on Katie Taylor's face, you know, yeah, yeah, by the end, by the last round. And uh, she did. She was a brave, of course. She's a tough girl, tough Irish girl, <laughs> Katie. Mm-hmm. But, so she came back throwing all, all she had, you know. But, yeah, so she's that, not afraid to fight fire with fire. Yeah. So that kind of won her the fight, I believe, because the, the judges also like that. They appreciate that, that yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, yeah, she is exciting in that sense. I think uh, you know, if she's matched up with a person who brings it, she brings it as well, yeah. you know, so. And yeah, has uh, she done, like, you know, for instance, De La Hoya against Trina, has she just cruised uh, and been on the defensive for the last couple of rounds? No yeah. way would she have gotten that decision, you know, in, in America. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you there, uh, without a doubt. Hello, Mother, shout out. Yeah, yeah, enjoying the birthday. <laughs> Thank Hello, you. Mrs. Thank Brewer. You. Greetings to Mrs. Brewer. Yeah, 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 yeah. shout out. Um, yeah, birthday again. Uh, yeah, just one of those things. Here on the birthday talking boxing. Here with Boz, but yeah, we were on the heavyweight division. We were talking about uh, the, um, you know, what's ne- what's in store for the heavyweights. And uh, but yeah, some good ones out there. I do want to see Hergovich versus uh, J- Jalei Zhang uh, or Zhang Jalei, as they say, uh, the Chinese. Oh, yeah. yeah, the Chinese. Uh, yeah. yeah. For for a minute, I thought you this was some French guy, Jean. Yeah, <laughs> Gilet, Jean. yeah. I was calling him uh, Zili Zhang. Yeah, how it reads. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but it, it is a Zhang. That's good. That's you have to say it with you, Z's you, or J's. Yeah, <laughs> or I Who think that's Gilet Zhang. Yeah, Zhang Gilet. The last name, the way they have it written, you know, the last name. Jean de Gillette. The the first name is last, I guess. (laughs) And how you pronounce it. There's some some kind of a little order to it or something. Yeah. Well, it comes out to being Jean Gillette. Yeah, that kind of now looks like the better fight for Urgovic now that Yoka has been exposed, you might say, against Bacoli. It looks like the more interesting fight and perhaps even more challenging now for 
Yeah, that power. power. Creation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. And both yeah. of them have power, uh, Hergovich and uh, John yeah. Jolay. So, both are against equally tall, I believe. Something yeah, neither like of them are fast because even Hergovich yeah. is younger, but he's not necessarily uh, a speedy fighter. So, that should make it interesting, too. Yeah. Hergovich is just, you know, like uh, very methodical. I would say he's, he, but he's also very pretty aggressive, of course. Uh, he does go in there to knock you out, you know, so usually, so. Shut up, Hijeka. It's Sierra. But he's not, yeah, hi, Kiaran. <laughs> you Kiaran, <change> hey. Your, <laughs> you Appreciate you dropping by. Yeah, you used to have a, a little cat in your profile picture. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and what was I going to say? Yeah, it's like, Hergovic doesn't go all out like Babich, but, you know, he does have power and he knows how to use it usually <laughs> so yeah we yes we do remember you that's right <laughs> we do we do recall yeah appreciate you uh dropping in as always uh yeah definitely appreciate you always stepping uh uh in muffet shout out to muffet <laughs> yeah muffet the cat shout out i have a dog but she's not here right now um would let her oh. get some shine. Uh, but but what yeah. happened? What happened to your old hair? Do you you've gone back to the old? I see. Oh yeah, I took that stuff out. I took it out. Yeah, I just had it some. Uh, I had it twisted. <laughs> I took it out. So yeah, going back to my your normal your style. girlfriend didn't like it, me <laughs> or something. Yeah, no, yeah, I think yeah, that was the thing too. too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> For sure, it's Who hard you know, when you're pushing, thing? try mm -hmm. to. But yeah, you know, I'm keeping a beard growing, uh, you know, yeah. keeping that going. So it is what it is. <laughs> it takes me like I don't know a whole month to grow a real beard for me. <laughs> yeah, so mine doesn't quite connect here like that, you know. Yeah, I got this, you know, like uh, one of the the musketeers. Everybody always says you look like the Artagnan because of you know <laughs> the French Three musketeers. Style. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, a little popular. Uh, but that's a, that's a, a compliment, of course, because he's like yeah. a romantic hero, you know. So. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Slavin the Musketeer. <laughs> that is funny. Um, so, what do you think will be next for Tank? You know. Yeah, you tell me. <laughs> hey, hey, boss. Uh, hey, man. What's hey, up? Sierra. Well, we were talking about Ryan Garcia, of course. Uh, oh, yeah. Possible next uh, opponent. Yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah, that's the one we were talking about, Sierra, and uh, we were mentioning, yeah, potential for Ryan Garcia. Things seem to be fairly clear for such. Um, Tank didn't really take any damage outside of a little redness on the forehead, which I don't know how that – I don't. we don't even know exactly how they got there, but – um, yeah, Ryan Garcia would be seemingly a pretty big fight, and I think it would have a lot of good interest, uh, as well from the boxing public. Uh, and both of them are exciting fighters in their own sense. And Garcia went those 12 rounds with, uh, I forget who it was, not Nakatila, it wasn't Nakatila, it was someone else. Um, oh, yeah, <laughs> there's another African fighter, I forget who it was, I had to look it up, but um, Garcia. Oh, yeah, no, thanks. 
Garcia. 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 He for that guy, Tago. Ta oh, yeah, Tago. Emmanuel Tago. Yeah, Emmanuel Tago. That was a good fight. Yeah, it was. It, it, yeah, it was. Some people were crashing on it because Garcia, they felt like he didn't really change it, change gears or anything. But uh, I think Tago yeah. was a pretty decent fighter for sure. Yeah, it was. I mean, Tago, he was pretty resilient, anyway. Yeah, tough Indeed. guy. Uh, Jack, uh, I think Ryan Garcia may handle it because of his quickness and agility. Hey, that's one of the things we were saying. Garcia... I think uh, his uh, skill set gets slept on a little bit. You know, he was also he was always we kind of beat him as or, or I know I know myself and there were some others beat him as sort of when you thought about those sort of top ones at 135, like he was the last of the top young fighters yeah. that we were viewing in there. We were thinking, okay, yeah, Teofimo Lopez, uh, Garcia, or Teofimo Lopez, Haney, and. Uh, Tank, you know, then Ryan Garcia, but I think Garcia has really come on and he's shown that he's legitimate and he's uh, a force to be reckoned with. And I think that him and Tank would be an interesting fight for so many different reasons, but definitely stylistically, given their physical, the physical stature of each. And uh, that will make it very, very interesting. And, and mm. Garcia, he's not afraid to get in there and throw his, throw his, uh, hooks or his little short hooks or whatever, and he's gotten some knockouts in that manner. And it seems that size-wise, uh, Tank would play into his hands as far as how he's gotten some of his uh, highlight reel knockout. But also Tank has uh, routinely fought taller guys in, in most cases, and and that yeah. uppercut, those uppercut knockouts he's been getting at times and all that stuff or throwing some of these hard hooks have been – pretty uh exciting as well so i think it's a good exciting matchup yeah he fought that uh i don't know if that argentinian guy sweller he was maybe also rather tall i don't know mm. let's see <laughs> jesus yeah, marcelo oh yeah he's five eight yeah that's right okay had some kind of little flyer. Pretty, pretty solid fighter, but uh, he was like really destroyed by a tank. Mm. Yeah, 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 you're right. But yeah, we're with you, uh, Sierra. Yeah, tank, yeah, he's shown that he has the ability to knock you out at pretty much any point in a fight. Uh, so that's what makes it even more interesting. And Garcia has shown that he, you know, he will, he can be hit, he will take a punch. And yeah. he's shown fairly well, um, chin wise. Chin, hmm. His chin is shown fairly, he's shown to have a pretty decent chin. But yeah, it'll be interesting to see how he handles a, a huge shot from a tank, which has generally put people to sleep. Yeah. Yeah, that's going to be interesting. I hope that fight happens and uh, not in rather, rather, in not too long anyway. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Both guys have also, I mean, have the power, the potential to score a knockout, as I said in that fight. So that's what makes it so exciting, that matchup. You know. Yeah, without a doubt. Uh, hey, Jack, I don't know topic. Do you know what country I come from? No, I'm not sure. I don't know. I don't mm. know if you know Boz. UK, maybe, or Ireland. I don't know. If your name is Kiara, I know that's an Irish name, but I know there are quite many in UK with that name. Oh, Anyways. okay. <laughs> is it Ireland? 
Ireland. Uh, that would the, be the question. The Emerald Isle Island. <laughs> Ireland for five hundred. <laughs> yeah. But, um, but yeah, cool, cool. But yeah, that's I, what uh, we we want to see next with uh, Tank. Or of course, he seems to be interested in the winner of Haney Cambosos, and I think well, yeah, those would be interesting fights as well. Whoever I comes out of that, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Those will be interesting fights for sure. Yeah. Oh, if Cambosos yeah. were to uh, win, I think that would be even more has more potential for excitement. Just giving Cambosos, uh, giving his style, and uh, he's a come forward fighter. And Tank, he's Cambosos. willing to come forward, but he will box. But I think that with someone like Cambosos, they could explode. You know? Yeah, he is a warrior. I mean, he's really I, he's one of my new favorite fighters, definitely. I think, and uh, he's really uh, he doesn't have anything like. All right, he's rather fast and all that, rather agile, but he's not a really big puncher. But you know, yeah, if he really he's really willing to slide it out anyway, so yeah. <laughs> and so he's not feather fisted either. Or he did drop uh Telfimo after all, yeah, he so, busted him up a little yeah. bit too, yeah. So he's got like uh, you know. Volume, uh, how do you say it? Yeah, he's a volume puncher, so yeah, yeah, so yeah, UK, so yeah, UK. you were flat on, uh, Buzz from the yeah. UK, <laughs> where <laughs> football came from. <laughs> we can do a dream boxing rivalry. Hmm. Oh, just a vid idea, cool, cool, yeah, oh, yeah dream right. boxing rivalry. Hmm. Yeah, that I thought he meant who would we like to fight <laughs> in our <Yeah>. dream, <laughs> brother Mike <Yeah>. Tyson. <laughs> yeah, that would be interesting. Yeah, well, I'd take yeah. my head off, then I could yeah <laughs> retire. Yeah, I think Tank's hook will shake up Garcia. Yeah, very well, very well, well, Mike. It would be interesting to see how he react. Luke Campbell isn't a big puncher, uh, but he's a solid, uh, solid fighter for sure. Solid boxer, skilled fighter. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, he was able to uh, catch Garcia sort of with his chin up, kind of peeking in and uh, sent him down. Yeah, that might yes. have been a different outcome had it been a shot from Tank. You know? Yeah, that was really. <laughs> that looked like even worse than it was. And when he sent him down, I was like, wow. Is yeah. this it like the knockout? <laughs> yeah, upset coming. <laughs> yeah, I give Garcia props for his uh recovery because he recovered well and came yeah. back and took the thing, took the fight by force, which is uh which showed he has a bit of metal to him for sure. No yeah. denying that. He was born, born to fight. Oh, Hello. yes. Hello, Rodolfo. Yeah, how are oh. you? <laughs> Hello, Rodolfo. Appreciate you dropping in, buddy. We're in here talking uh, Tank Garcia a little bit here, but we you know we were talking about Tank Rowley and how that fight went down yeah. and all that stuff. Uh, what's next for Tank? <laughs> Tank finally shut up Rowley, shut his <laughs> big mouth. <laughs> they had to physically shut him up. Yeah, <laughs> that was very ridiculous. He was like, he kept saying he would win by a first round knockout. So that was like, come on, man. 
get down on earth where where do you where are you <laughs> where is your head in the clouds <laughs> yeah, sorry. um did you watch the video of tank by joseph vincent i no. haven't seen that i don't think i've seen that joseph vincent no i'll have to check that out i don't know of that um doesn't ring any bell at least uh yeah and uh yep so by jacob from rodolfo so yeah shout out rodolfo yeah appreciate you dropping in again yeah rodolfo appreciate you all the interaction and everything man appreciate yeah you that. are just keep keep it up man you are really great great to have here That fixed sign, you know that fixed sign, RJ. What does it mean? Maybe Rodolfo. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. Oh, you mentioned he's known for his uh, trailer editing. Okay. Hmm. Oh, okay. I see what you. I see what you're saying. You know what? I have seen these. Uh, I seen the way his. Um, his uh, uh thumbnails look i have seen those pop up at times i'm gonna have to check them out more joseph vincent go oh, yeah and rodolfo i just hope it doesn't get tied up with them. yeah 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 you're right there um rodolfo so that's gonna be interesting to see what tank does next you know yeah. he, he might have the type of uh type of uh base that allows them to you know be pretty flexible in some sense uh canelo is able to have some flexibility because he has a built-up uh, fan base of course canelo you know might have the top backing in in the sport in itself as a whole but tank i'd imagine should have some flexibility just given his style and everything and that might be better for him you know some of these uh sort of one-off type deals they've worked for worked for Canelo for sure um, when he's done uh, these little one to two fight deals per se with a match room or something and this could help Tank build his own sort of brand even more and his own promotional company or whatever because Canelo has been doing Canelo promotions or whatever you see it on stuff as well so there's an opportunity for sure yeah before you know, it was just you know un unheard of that fighters had their own promotional companies, but now it's good that it's become so possible. But of course, it's just for the most successful fighters. Usually. Yeah. But yeah, so Tank is one of them, and we so <laughs> he doesn't want to get you know how to say bogged in you know in like uh, these uh, yeah promotional contracts that like block him from fighting certain fighters because they belong to somebody that his own uh, promoter doesn't want to co uh, how do you say cooperate with you know that stuff that's really yeah. nonsense you know <laughs> of course yeah and i get the sense that tank you know he's down to fight anyone uh, i know there are some fights we wanted to see and maybe those were being held back by the promotional company him being with tmt or whatever and maybe you know there's something that he's wanted and he's not yeah. it's so much nonsense you know so many like uh wars going on between these these promotion 
Well, companies, you know. Yeah, yeah. This particular stage, yeah, it gets it's just annoying. Uh, you know. Yeah. I mean, more yeah. barren, and uh, I don't know. That's why I think it was uh, so nice that uh, I guess yeah, Camboso is promoted by Dibella, I believe, isn't it? In in America, oh, yeah. so I thought that was so great because Dibella is is not so big, right? He's rather yeah small, a smaller promoter. Yeah, he is one of those smaller ones. I think he does some like deals with some of these other bigger ones for different things. You yeah, have a few right. other smaller smaller ones out there who are. Um, Kind of like Gary around. Shaw used to do, you know. Oh, yeah, Gary Shaw. I think <laughs> Gary, yeah, he's still around. I see every now and then I'll see something, uh, a high-profile fight in some sense with uh, him tied yeah. to it. But, yeah, he's another one out there. Dimitri yeah. Salida, it seems to be a pretty uh, decent one. Uh, oh, Salida yeah. Promotions. That's right. And uh, that's who Clarissa Shields is with now. So, you know, they're about to have this Clarissa Shields versus Savannah Marshall fight. As far as I recall seeing, that seems to be a done deal. Uh, So it's going to be a matchroom, I imagine, joint matchroom, Salita Promotions type deal. Salita, yeah. That the guy uh, who infamously was blown out in one round against Amir Khan. Okay. (laughs) one, One round by a guy. Who isn't really a you know a huge knockout artist like Amir Khan, you know? Yeah. Says that you cannot be really good or you cannot have any chin anyway. So <laughs> that was pretty. Yeah, funny. he's a you know he's found more some pretty decent success as a promoter here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Rodolfo said Garcia is gonna fight in July already by the looks of it. Goes to show that he really wants. The big mm. fight at the end of the year. Oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't know that. Uh, mm. he but he definitely hurry up. Busy. He wants to, he says he wants to retire at 26, so he better hurry up getting all those big oh, fights. Wow. <laughs> yeah, we always hear these sort of lofty things from some yeah. of these boxers. We'll I don't think he will retire <laughs> that soon. Please. Yeah. Probably like 30 at least when he retires or 29. I don't know. <laughs> Something new seems would seem to always come pulling you back in, you know? Yeah. But uh, I do I do understand what he said. It's like he said, I don't want to be 34, you know, and fighting. And yeah, that's a pretty sound principle to me, you know. Sounds pretty good. Oh, yeah. He says. Tank has a star power, yeah, in order to become free agent. Madonna, yeah, I saw her <laughs> in the crowd. Yeah, I remember seeing her. She had the fan. Yeah, <laughs> hiding her face. What was that about? <laughs> yeah, freaking Madonna. So yeah, you're right. You know, he does bring uh, he does bring people out, put butts yeah. in the seat. So that's uh. That's a legit thing. Um, so I think that would be a, a big loss to uh, Mayweather Promotions, thinking about it. And maybe that's why they kind of threw him in there with Rowley. So these are two TMT <laughs> fighters, and this is uh, technically, I guess, the last. This is his last fight on that contract. So all right, him not signing with TMT, that would be their biggest fighter, I would say, outside of Mayweather himself, who's still – jumping in the mix with different little things here and there, but 
Yeah. Or legitimately active fighter. Yeah, Tank is their biggest active fighter. So I think that's a big loss uh, for Mayweather promotions. Oh, yeah. Huge loss. Yeah. Well, but yeah, I mean, Tank is a knockout artist. So that's why, of course, they will always draw a bigger audience than those technicians who just, you know, <laughs> box mm-hmm. you to that, you know, to put yeah, it away. Yeah. <laughs> and win on points always, you know. Nobody really want to watch that, you know, a boxing, I mean, it's it's all right, of course, you must appreciate that as well, I mean, technicians yeah. and that, but... Yeah, you know, we've had those classic matchups that we uh, we have, uh, we like when we see two pure technicians going at it and all that stuff, yeah. but of course, yeah, the knockouts is what definitely bring people uh, or, or bring fans yeah. to make them clamor for more. But it's all right if, if they want to take chances. Like there are technicians who do kind of like to sometimes engage in a real fight, you know. But uh, you know, that's why I think it's uh, ironic that Mayweather made so much money because at the, at the end of his career, he was really not interested in having fights. He was interested in just winning by you know his own way, like yeah. You know, Fighting defensively, then just kind of counter punching a little bit. <laughs> yeah, pot yeah. shutting, pot shutting, <laughs> as they call it. Yeah, many people tuned in to see him lose. Uh, yeah, in, in most fight, cases. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that fight was a big letdown. But you know, Bob Aaron, he saw that coming yeah. in 2009. He said that will not be a good fight. He yeah, said it be like a hunter running around chasing a deer. That's exactly yeah. what it was like, you know. So <laughs> yeah, you're right. Um it was it was a huge letdown given all the build up and anticipation, one of the most highly anticipated fights ever. Yeah, and, uh, didn't because, tonight. because of the names, you know, they people always yeah. want to see two biggest names, but they don't think about will it make a good fight, really, you know, their styles <laughs> together. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so. and this one, yeah, it didn't. It didn't. It certainly didn't. They brought out the stars. They brought out the private jets and all that stuff. Yeah, that was a yeah, that was a money fight for sure. Um, yeah, it, it was wasn't amazing. for the fans. Yeah, I remember at the end, you know, when after the decision was announced, and Mayweather goes over to to like shake hands or whatever, greet Benny, and he just told him. We made a lot of money, so don't, don't, you know, don't be. <laughs> he meant to say, don't be so sad or disappointed. We <laughs> made a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, they did. Yeah, that knockout on Amir was shocking to the world. <laughs> it did. Yeah, Amir. He, At yeah. 26, why though? That's prime of his years. Earning money is his. Yeah, Garcia, I think he's just talking. Yeah, that would make no yeah. sense. Well, yeah, if you if you're gonna stick to your words, it will make sense. But uh if you're not gonna stick to your words or if you really look at it with the sport that you're in or whatever, yeah, it makes no sense to stop right there. Yeah. Just as you're hitting your prime or whatever. Yeah, twenty six is too early, definitely. Thirty, all right. I would say okay, if you really wanna do it. If I was like the manager, all right. You, if you are 30, 31, all right, then you know, give it up if you right. really feel yeah. Right. And if Ryan's about legacy, he will, uh, he will not have accomplished enough by that time for sure. 
Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> For sure. Remember the time Floyd destroyed the Japanese, Chinese, or Korean fighter? I get mixed up. Who was that? Japanese, Chinese, or Korean fighter? You didn't fight many of fighters. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember him taking on. I know he took on a lot of Latin fighters. Um, yeah. Yeah. Like Shane Mosley. He almost stole only for Latin guys. Yeah. That's um, why he was so criticized as well. Yeah, right. I don't remember him being in there with a uh, Asian fighter, but that's hmm. not to say he wasn't. I just don't remember off top. Maybe you. He, maybe he thought. No, I don't. Know. I don't think he. Oh, thought. I think Rodolfo uh, mentioned the kickboxer guy. <laughs> yeah, I do remember that. Yeah, I think that was like a Japanese guy, Risen. He's with Risen Promotions or something like that. He's like a kickboxer. Hmm. I don't. <laughs> know. I, I haven't seen this. This was like an exhibition type thing a couple oh, of years. Oh yeah, ago. that's the one. It was like yeah. in one round. <laughs> Yeah. Then that guy was crying. He was an undefeated uh, kickboxer style fighter or something of that nature. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> that was funny. So typical, you know, fighting a guy that's... Yeah, yeah. people were saying it was fixed. <laughs> yeah, he was crying at the end. Yeah, it didn't make any sense. The whole thing just looked, looked crazy, I would say. <laughs> Floyd just found somebody he knew could not beat him. That's what he does. You know, kickboxer. Yeah. He's yeah, not a boxer, so yeah. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah, this is yeah. This was a uh, yeah. This was a few years ago. <laughs> that was funny. Yeah, um, yeah that uh, did six, four point six million views. I look at Mayweather wants to get an exhibition with Tamir Khan. Also, they want to, so he wants to do it now, huh? <laughs> it's a pity that he cannot fight uh, Jake Paul because he's too small. <laughs> oh yeah. Lloyd Mayweather, I think he would love it, you know, because he was so angry with him last year when they had that altercation yeah. with the cap, you know. Got you. Oh, yeah, hand. I remember that. <laughs> there were questions as to whether that was a kind of set up, you know. Yeah. Which it might well, have been. Jake did get some, you know, some <laughs> beating, you might say, from his guards. <laughs> oh, kind of rough, rough handling. Yeah, man. Yeah, a little bit of that. Yeah, it was it was pretty interesting. Yeah. <laughs> no, so like Jordan. Michael Jordan, I doubt he can do that. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think Floyd. He's gonna just continue to do these little, yeah, exhibition style fights. I didn't see that when this little helipad fight or whatever that he was doing with this guy or exhibition match. I shouldn't say fight. I didn't see it. Um, I don't know. I wonder how it did, but uh, I heard someone saying $80 million, uh, which I don't know if that's the true case of it. Oh, yeah. On this one thing, they're saying he's got 80 million or he's going to make 80 million or whatever for this little exhibition he did. I don't know, but who knows? This was over in Dubai, apparently. All right, of course. <laughs> yeah, I haven't uh, seen anything associated with the fight, but I did see that Badu Jack fought someone and knocked him out in the first round. Well, yeah, he's a cruiserweight now. That's right. Yeah. yeah. So Badu, Badu Jack, Jack's got a really beautiful wife, by the way. I, I saw her picture, I have to say. Oh, <laughs> <She's>, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, I had to check her out because I don't recall what his wife was like. The Swede, Badu. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Badu's an exciting fighter. The Swede, yeah, he's. I mean, I do like him yeah. because he's a he's a technically skilled fighter, but he also likes to mix it up, you know. And that's that's not so so often you see in those fighters, you know. It's oh, just yeah. that he, yeah, at light heavyweight, I don't know, he didn't have so much power, but sometimes when these guys go up, they seem to gain more punching power, you know. <clears throat> I remember Nathan cleverly also, he, as oh, yeah. a light heavyweight, he was like almost zero power, you know. <laughs> and then he went up to cruiserweight, all right, he did fight some bombs, but he 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 knocked them out fast. I remember two of them. Oh yeah, yeah, Nathan Cleverly. Yeah, he's yeah. a tall, little lanky fighter. Yeah, but so, you're right. He wasn't a big puncher. No, I remember. <laughs> it was so excruciating watching some of his fights. You know, when he was yeah. a champion, he was so dominant. He was just bounce, 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 but he couldn't stop the guy. You know. Yeah, it so, was so frustrating to watch. <laughs> Interesting stuff for sure. Yeah, I just I just saw the Joe Gans video. Cool stuff, man. Appreciate you checking it out, Joe Gans. Joe, yeah, the great lightweight. Real deal, the greatest lightweight ever. Yeah, Joe Gans, real deal for sure. It is the real freaking deal. Um, he was the first black world champion, right? I think so. He was. No, uh, the first black world champion was George Dixon. Gans, oh, yeah. But he was like the first big, like great world. Joe Gans was like, yeah, and first. I think Gans was probably the first black American uh champion. Oh, yeah, American. that's right. Because uh, Dixon was Canadian, which oh, is yeah. America technically, so I should say United States of America champion, you know. Mm. And uh, and that was, yeah, when we were talking about these guys, uh. I believe uh, somebody said the longest fight or the latest knockout ever in history happened in a fight with Joe Jeanette and uh, maybe Harry Wilson. I know, was like 49 oh. round. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was Joe Jeanette and um, Sam McVeigh. Well, Sam McVeigh. Yeah, Sam McVeigh. Right. Yeah, yeah. It happened over in France. Yeah, the stories of that <laughs> fight are pretty amazing. That's just wow, because I think the second uh, latest came in the uh, 40th round, which was Ad August versus Battling Nelson. Yeah. Mm, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I forget how long it was. It was, I think it was like 40 something rounds for the Gans Battling Nelson fight. I could be yeah. wrong. It was it was a lengthy fight. I yeah, four, 40 rounds. Yeah. That's okay. Right. So yeah, that's another one. Oh, battling Nelson, Nelson, the durable Dane. Yeah. That's him. Man, yeah. Some of those uh, fights were pretty so, crazy back then, and yeah. even three minute rounds, you know. Yeah, and you had like fifty rounds or hundreds sometimes. You know. <laughs> yeah, and they were doing three minute rounds because you know the stuff with the with the bare knuckles. Some of those went long, but you know a round yeah. ended under different circumstances. But yeah, these guys in these fights were these were legit three minute rounds with one minute right. of rest. Yeah, 
But it was Joe Jeanette that won the, that fight. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, McVeigh couldn't go on any longer. His trainer Ooh. stopped it because that's what I think they were like bordering on death, basically, in those type of situations. They're yeah, going so like, hard for so long. Yeah, really, really uh, excruciating. I can't imagine how excruciating it was. Yeah, the thing about it, those guys were fighting each other multiple times, you know. So yeah, the buck didn't stop there. You know, they were fighting each. They fought each other an insane amount of times, and they were the best heavyweights, you know, at that particular time. And yeah. you know, they weren't getting a world heavyweight title shot, so therefore they just had to fight each other, you know. Yeah, that's really a pity. They just. They could have been greater, of course, even greater names if they yeah. won a world title. Yeah. Yeah, it's rare to see elite fighters fight each other uh, multiple times the way that they were doing back then. Mm. Now we may get the occasional four fight rivalry, but it's uh, yeah. rare. It's even more rare. Yeah. They were these guys like four, six, seven times at least during yeah. you know, for each other. <laughs> yeah, all so, in the midst of their prime, and even in whenever they, they were fighting out of their prime as well. So yeah, I think uh, yeah, Sugar Ray Robinson fought Jake Lamola also like uh, five or six. Yeah, I think times. it was five times. Yeah. And I, <laughs> I saw that there was a, like a clip where they were both guests in his TV show, and then they asked Lamota about it, and he said, "Yeah, I fought him so often, so many times. It's a wonder I don't have diabetes." <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah, he had a good personality. Yeah, he was quite a character. It's amazing how long he lived because he yeah. took so much beating in the ring, but yeah. he was. So tough, I mean, amazing. Yeah, it's crazy how it is, you know. Yeah, yeah he was uh, because he died a few years back, right? Yeah, he didn't die so long ago, he was like 85 or something, six. I don't know, yeah, that he is pretty old. Pretty crazy. Yeah, and he was one of those fighters that was definitely it was pretty much all of his fights were wars, you know. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> You know, that's insane. Uh, yeah, yeah, people, some people are just built different, you know. Oh, yeah, I think he had a problem that he was like, at least in the movie, they showed it that way that he was like, uh, he eating too much before fights and uh, he would go up in weight too much, maybe. And so, oh, okay, uh-huh. yeah, he was actually 95. He, wow, oh, wow, 95. <laughs> yeah, I thought he was probably in his 90s. Yeah, yeah. 2017, yeah. September 19th. So. Okay, yeah, yeah, I remember. Yeah, it wasn't too long ago. So, freaking yeah. Jake LaMotta, the raging bull, the raging bull. You know, I haven't seen that movie, I need to watch it. Yeah, have you seen but- it? Yeah, of course. I love it. It's maybe <laughs> the box the best boxing movie. Well anyway, one of the three best for me anyway. Yeah, I need to watch it. I might try to watch it today. I've been saying I'm gonna watch it forever. <laughs> yeah, it's it's pretty long, but it's worth it. It's uh made by directed by Martin Scorsese, so and it's all black and white, right? Yeah, yeah, it is actually. I I believe Oh, yeah. yeah, I think yeah, yeah, probably the case. That adds a little extra element to it, you know? <laughs> yeah. 
it's pretty funny and uh I remember uh, there was also a show about it and when Lamola saw that film, you know, he asked his wife, was I really like that? Because he was kind of, you know, had temper. Yeah. <laughs> she said, no, you were worse. <laughs> <laughs> that is funny. That yeah. is funny. Rodolfo, yeah, some boxers live long and some are cut short because of their ring history. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Um, yeah. It is pretty crazy how it is. Yeah, I mean, it, it's all down to also how how good your chin is and, you know, punch resistance. Like, you had, like, George Chuali for, like, 22 years, I believe. As a oh, pool. yeah. He yeah. could take some bombs. <laughs> yeah. And he was, he said he would build his uh, these face, facial muscles. He was working on that. He would chew gum to build up his muscles so that he would come even more, you know, resilient. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a method to the madness. But, yeah, he's, yeah, some of those guys are just, man, they can just take a punch and, and it's hard to, yeah, hard to it was, uh, put it into perspective. Yeah. I must mention Oliver McCall. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Oliver McCall. He was really, one of the toughest uh, fires in, in recent time, I would say. So yeah, you're right, Oliver McCall. Yeah, he he yeah he was tough. He was pretty solid. Was um, tough yeah, and he... physically, he was like a Superman. He had he was he was fast. He could hit hard. He was strong. You know, he just amazing, athletic. You know. <laughs> cool, cool. And Shout out, see. fight night scores. Welcome. <laughs> This is so funny. My, you know, I first opened this on my iPad. Now I'm listening to myself here. <laughs> I like. <it. laughs> that is funny. Yeah. yeah. So hey, yeah. Hi, Fight Night Scores. Hello, nice guy. Shout out, shout out, Fight Night Scores. Without a doubt, all is good. <laughs> Great that you dropped in. Yeah, yeah. Tate Thank definitely you. did what was expected. Yeah, we want to see him against some of those other type of top lightweights right there. I think the division is still budding, and uh, we need to get more of these matchups while these guys are pretty much yeah. uh, ready to go. You know, there's yeah. nothing seemingly yeah. preventing anything. The division is better than I would say in very long. It hasn't been this good, and really, I don't remember when was the last time that 135 was so strong. Yeah, 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 you have a lot of. Uh, yeah, it was always one of the stronger, you know, right divisions. I would say historically. Yeah, you have a lot of uh, give me fights or pick 'em fights that can be made here up top. So as long as yeah. you get those, I think it will go a long way and uh, continue to pique uh, fans' interest. And yeah, what better time than now? No more of this yeah. marinating junk. <laughs> I mean, some of the, the greatest fighters ever has at, have at least gone through that or fall in that division. You know, that Mayweather, Pernell yep. Whitaker, Tony Canzoneri, you know. You oh, yeah, guys. yeah. Henry Armstrong. Henry Henry Armstrong. Armstrong. Yeah. Uh, Benny Leonard. <laughs> Roberto Benny, Yeah, Benny Leonard, that's right. Yeah, so many, uh, so many out there. You're right. It's like yeah. a... It's like a premier division for sure. Yeah. From a history perspective, Joe Gans, who we were mentioning. Yeah. Joe Gans, yeah. So many top uh, guys uh, out Alexis there. Alexis Sarguello, yeah. 
I agree. Fight night scores agree. They're, yeah, definitely they do a lot of talking these days. No shortage of that, especially with social <laughs> media and all that. <laughs> yeah, I hope. Let's hope they do start to make it <laughs> happen. And uh, yeah, Eddie Hearn is, uh, well, he is for sure <laughs> trying his best to make it a full of his fighters fight each other. Yeah. He'll fight the best out there, anyway. Yeah. Yeah, that's the only way you can continue to grow the sport in the right manner. Yeah, you got to have these matchups happen. Uh, and, yeah. you know, hopefully, you know, we get them here between uh, now and the end of the year or early next year. I think that this year has gone pretty decently thus far. We saw, we've saw we seen some good matchups, and there are more to come. So mm. I'm looking forward to that for sure. Um, and hopefully we get some of these other ones made. We got Canelo Triple G3 on on the way. That's happening September 17th, right. I believe. Hmm. They signed up. Huh. That's not really a fight I wanted to see, but anyway, <laughs> it might yeah. be interesting. Yeah, it should at the very least be interesting. But yeah, I think yeah. it's for September 17th, if I'm not mistaken. So it's for all intents and purposes, it seems to be a done deal. Where it's at is, um, I hmm. think, still being decided, or, or it could have been decided. I'm assuming it's probably going to be in Vegas. Yeah, I mean, you know, these ri- rivalries and, <laughs> and trilogies, they always sell, you know. So Yeah, yeah. And I think it will. I think it'll do well. Um, just given uh, the stakes of things like yeah. you know, losing to B-Bowl and all that stuff. So, yeah, this was like a – didn't take long to get made after that, I would say. Yeah. <laughs> and that's a problem because somebody who should maybe have – should retire, it's so hard to say no, you know, because yeah. they know it's going to be very, you know, a big, big paying fight, a big payday and uh, – Depending yeah, depending on the outcome, at least this uh, yeah. could potentially be the last major fight for Triple G if he chooses to walk away after this. But I think, you know, of course, the outcome would, would certainly depend on that. Uh, yeah. He's, I guess, a live dog. I favor Canelo. Uh, he has the youth on his side. And mm. he's a quicker fighter for sure. Yeah. Triple G still has his power. So a lot younger, yeah. I mean, eight years younger. Anyway, that now it's such a big difference. Like uh, five, six years ago, it wouldn't have been such a major, you know, difference. Yeah, Triple G was thirty-four, I'd say thirty-five, but now it's a huge difference. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so. yeah. So I favor uh, Canelo, given such. So I know we're both pretty much on the same page there. So, but yeah. we'll see how it goes. But I'm so happy that he lost finally because those guys who were always talking Canelo, 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 like mm-hmm. like he's the the god of boxing, be all you know. It's <laughs> they finally can shut up about him for yeah. a little while anyway, until he wins again. <laughs> yeah, he showed. Yeah, they're jumping up and down in these weights. Yeah, there's yeah. a, a strategy to it, of course. Uh, so. <laughs> There's a reason, uh, yeah, he hadn't taken on the likes of uh, I mean, uh, Baturbiev and then that'll be bold to this point. Yeah, I mean, uh, I got a 
like uh, mentioned names with Kelly Pelican, James Dominguez. The one that really irritated me is they would question Lomachenko, they would, they would question yeah. other guys, but they will never question Canelo. It was us, Canelo can do this, Canelo can do that, <laughs> Canelo can do anything, you know. Yeah, so you're like, right. come on, <laughs> you're right, <laughs> you're right in that regard. So, yeah, so, this is bringing it back down to earth, yeah. earth in a sense. I mean, be realistic. You can at least say, well, all right, he, he is not that great in this part, but in all others, all right, he's great. And mm -hmm. I, that I could accept, yeah. So Without a doubt. <laughs> Without a doubt. So, so yeah, Canelo, hey, here's to him. So, let's see how uh, things continue to get build for him there. So yeah. 168, maybe that's uh, where he's going to continue to campaign now. Yeah, maybe it would be best for him. Why? Just he seems to really fight well at that weight, and uh, there are some fights also still there to. Yeah, David to be Benavidez. Done. David yeah, Benavidez is one. Yeah, you got Demetrius Andre there now, and Chris oh, yeah. and Junior among others. Uh, yeah. Benavides, of course, <laughs> who has just been really impressive last weekend. And, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, many have been calling for the Benavides fight for a while. So, depending on the outcome of this one, hey, hopefully we see that next. But at yeah. least it, it all, I guess, depends on if uh, Benavides chooses to sit and wait since uh, this fight isn't until September and he just fought. So. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how really uh, how uh, enthusiastic Canelo is and Eddie Hearn. Let's say, let's put it away now since he is with him. Yeah. Uh, how really, really like uh, eager they will be to you know fight Benavides because they know it's probably the most dangerous now fight at 168 for him. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah, you're yeah. right in that regard. Um, Right, so yeah, we'll see. But maybe uh, now that Andre and uh, Matchroom have parted ways, maybe Canelo yeah. that Canelo that fight with Canelo happens next. <laughs> now that they're departing, yeah, well, it's about time for him to fight finally someone you know who isn't who is a really big like marquee name. You know? He had to, ironically, he had to leave Matchroom to get the fight if it happened. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. He was like. Oh, screw them. I just can't wait any longer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's interesting stuff. Yeah, but yeah, that's... cool. Cool, man. But yeah. But yeah. um that, yeah, we've gone an hour and a half now. That's the way things are at the moment. <laughs> yeah, it is. Well, it is. We've gone an hour and a half. How you feel? You good? Yeah, pretty good. <laughs> Fine, same here. All right. Yeah. We're gonna um Call this thing a day, and uh, yeah, we will fine. link back up. Fine by me, yeah. So shout out to everybody who dropped by. Hi, Jekka, Syrian, Rodolfo. Shout out, Rodolfo. Fight Night Score. Shout out, shout out to motivate, uh, motivated, yes. ambitious, driven. My man, Greg Sandwich, Simplified. Uh, Memorial Day. Shout out, Simplified. All. Shout out to all the. Uh, those that have served, those military members, all that good stuff. We're rocking with you. Shout out, my mother. Oh, yeah, Ricky dropped by. Shout out. Shout out, Ranger Danger. 
Check them out, everyone. But yeah, appreciate everyone dropping in for sure. Yep. <laughs> All right. All right. Catch you, uh, Boz. Until next yeah. time. Catch you. See ya. Bye bye. <laughs>